Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. The hell's going on on a Wednesday? Vars back, man. Yep. Yeah. I didn't want to be gone. Believe you me, but hey, you know things happen. Hey, we He's got back. you. Stick yeah, City you, is a man. place, man. I'm back, we and Stick you. City is a place. Yeah. And so are her Le- Levar Allen's. Yeah. It's That's it's right. a drink. Yeah. Have we made have we made any yeah. movement on that so far? Come on, Lavar. Let's trademark it, uh, dude. Let's go. Well, Eleven ingredients. My people at Zimby's here in Harrisburg have now officially adopted Lavar Allen's on on their menu. So <laughs> next time I'm here, they'll they'll be called Lavar Allen's instead of Long Allen's. Now, do you have to add an, an ingredient in there? Yes, special? there is a secret ingredient. Okay. Yes, I'll tell you guys off air. Oh, very good. All right, so I just want to want to make sure that we uh, that we we're aware of what's happening there. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, because I I can't tell you what's inside of Long Island, but I hope, I'm hoping to tell you what's inside of Lavar Island. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we so the conversation now becomes as we fast approach the NFL draft, which Lavar Arrington will be a part of here at Fox Sports radio draft night live here at FSR coming up tomorrow night. But the conversation becomes what's the plan at number one for the Carolina Panthers? Everybody assumes it's going to be Bryce Young. The betting odds would indicate as much. Frank Reich, the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, spoke yesterday to the media and he was asked how he and GM Scott Fitterer feel about the selection at number one and sort of where their idea is as far as where the franchise goes tomorrow night at eight Eastern time. Have you guys talked about that and have you come to a consensus yet? He did. He actually said he came in my office uh, yesterday at some point and and asked the question. You know, it's kind of like a proposal of sorts, you know. <clears throat> and I said yes. <laughs> no, there is consensus and we're excited. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll announce that Thursday at about 8 o'clock. <laughs> so funny, man. The media is so funny when they do that stuff. <laughs> 
So, uh, so it's going to you know be. What would have been awesome, though? What's that? If he had just said it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would have been that would have been crazy awesome. Like, like it just slip it out, or if he just said it. No, just say it. Like, yeah. if he would have just just been just bodacious with it. Like, you're you're now bringing your guy in with a ton of confidence. You know, you got the city excited. Like, it's like we're committed to this guy. Like, and I mean, listen, I'm I'm saying it because I'm just like thinking, when do you you you'll never hear that ever happen. So imagine if somebody just was like, they asked, we got the number one draft pick. They're coming here. And just say it. Like, can you imagine what people's faces would have been if he'd have just been like, yep, this is who we're taking? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, sometimes I feel like if, you, if you're if you that guy that shakes things up, yeah, you know, the reaction would be interesting. The, you know, the folklore connected to you would, would start and begin and be created. I mean, Carolina, they could use something like that. You know what I mean? Why not? Why not? Just say it. Just drop the uh, drop the bomb. Let just know. drop it. Yeah. Just drop it. We're going to confirm it at 8 o'clock on Thursday night. But right. here's who we're taking. Um, and we're going to be great. The interesting thing is they are allowed to, you know, whoever Carolina wants to take, I mean, they, they can kind of start that negotiation process. They can get them a playbook. I mean, when you have the first overall pick, you can do whatever you want. I, I've said this before. A lot of people think they've got to wait until Thursday. That's not the case. They really can essentially make their selection and start working towards getting that contract done as soon as the selection's made. So they, they, in theory, they could be negotiating this week, and then once the pick is made, boom, contract signed. He's in. You don't have to worry about anything, hold out, none of that stuff. Uh, not that it would be a holdout, but not not agreeing to terms. Um, I'm not sure what to make of the Will Levis line movement. I mean, are we really basing this off a of Reddit post? What do you mean? What do you? What, I mean, that's, that's where the information here? came from. I mean, that's what ultimately swung the odds, right? Are you talking about the former Penn State Nittany line, Will Will Levis, who is climbing the draft charts as far as the betting odds go? Now, all of a sudden, second to be picked according to the odds, and our friends at DraftKings and and other reputable sports books who are saying Will Levis Will Levis could be the guy sitting at plus four fifty. You know, you're not buying into this. You know. The there's, there's validity to this based on a Reddit post. I mean, come on, this is fun. You, you're not, you're not, it's not totally into Will Levis going number one overall now. Well, I, I, look, that's Carolina's prerogative. I'm just saying, are we based this off a Reddit post? <laughs> yes. Is that is that where we're at in 2023? <laughs> that's how we move lines now. An because, anonymous because Reddit Bryce, post. Bryce Young's still the favorite. Yes. Okay. I mean, so other than this line, yeah, other than this line movement, we really don't know what to make of this. Um, but I, I'll say this, who, uh, only Carolina knows. Uh, they're not going to let the cat out of the back because Roger Goodell in the NFL would you know, slap them on the wrist for that. Hmm. But I just – I'm not sure what to make of it. I don't, you know, th- th- I'm not sure if it's, it's maybe someone within his group trying to help improve the perception because he's been knocked down a lot throughout the course of the evaluation process. You know, I, I see people talking about how C.J. Stroud's taking a hit. I mean, I, gosh, I, I guess, you know, what, what I have him going number two overall, uh, I, I guess that that's really someone's really trying to knock him down a peg. Um, where, where Levis has been talked about is not even being the, the first, second or third quarterback taken. People talk about him maybe being the fourth quarterback taken because of his film and how things look this year and. Um, you know his, his physique, right? Then we go on a, a yes. while talking about oh, he's too jacked up, he's too, <laughs> too jacked. So I, I'm not sure what to make of it, but 
it, 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 it at least leads in a little intrigue. Because I feel like this has been a bad secret for Pat in the past couple of weeks with Bryce Young going number one. We've all said, hey, the draft starts at number two. But this creates a little bit of intrigue, I guess, uh, leading up to what could be a lot of fun tomorrow night. And for, for those of you that are not familiar, uh, the odd move, the odds change there for Will Levis to go number one overall is because this anonymous Reddit user put up a post yesterday that said that Will Levis has told friends and family that Carolina is going to select him number one overall, that he's going to uh, go to Carolina and be a part of the Panthers. Can so. I ask you guys a question? What 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 does this mean? Like, how should this be interpreted? Let's just say, for the sake of saying, if Will Levis goes number one, like, is that is that a, you know, what what is that? How how do how how should that be viewed? Well, I think that it just it shows you that the betting odds they have no clue what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, you can have Bryce Young ten to one, and then the books somehow mess this up where Will Levis goes. Number one at what plus four hundred plus five hundred plus four fifty right yeah it depends on the book I mean we we only, we only look at DraftKings damn right you know, we it's, do it's somewhere in between yeah um, that that's what I would take away from it is is like even Vegas has no clue what they're doing if that's how far off they were uh, from Bryce Young going number one to Will Levis. I mean, and also I think that this show has a vested interest in Will Levis going number one overall. All right. And let me explain, because it really does bring all three of us together. If Will Levis is the guy, because he did go to Penn State. He did. He then transferred to Kentucky, which Brady Quinn's good friend, the meat wagon, diehard Kentucky Wildcats well, my, my football fan. Um, my uncle actually went and played football there. Oh, so. I mean, that too. That's, that's a little deeper than the I mean, I'm, listen, I mean, that's debatable whether that's deeper than the meat wagon's connection. But, I mean, there's the Kentucky tie there. And then he's jacked like me. So I feel like we've got all – everybody's represented in the Will Levis food group here, and we've all got a vested interest in him going number one overall. And he did – score pretty high on that S9 test or whatever they're calling that uh, CJ Stroud apparently bombed and has been leaked to the media now so so maybe the feeling is well if he's not that far off on that test when it comes to Bryce Young maybe we'll just side with the guy who's 6'4", 6'5", and tore up like a bad report card maybe that's the direction the Carolina Panthers go with quarterback at number one overall you know what was odd is the guy who uh, invented the test I forget his last name but he's he came out and said, "Oh, some of those are inaccurate." Wouldn't say which ones, but <laughs> said some of those test scores are inaccurate. It's like, come on, dude! Like you knew this would be leaked out. You probably don't want to create a fuss. And and much like how the Wonder Lake was controversial at some point, now he's worried about his test being controversial. It's just not everyone could have done well on it. That's why that stuff gets leaked, and, and that's okay. Like we could we can admit that maybe your test isn't the most accurate. It's got some <laughs> flaws to it. Like, you don't need to go out and just say, oh, no, everyone did great. Everyone did great. We, it was just a few inaccurate scores that got leaked. It's yeah, like, okay. There have been some people who have acknowledged after the fact that maybe something they designed or put together hasn't been the most effective in recent yeah. memory. So yeah. some I mean, people it, have done that. Look, this is better than the Wonderlick, which was a standardized test that has nothing to do with football. This is at least a little closer to something, I guess. But, I mean, it's okay. We can, we can admit the test isn't perfect. It's not football. We get that. You know, Phil ultimately 
really is what dictates where these young men will be be taken. That's why I'm a I'm a huge proponent in thinking that regardless of the odds, regardless of what people think, C.J. Stroud will go somewhere number two overall, but he's not getting past the top four. I just have a hard time believing that. And meanwhile, Anthony Richardson is just kind of sitting out there. And uh, who knows, maybe Seattle at five uh, looks at, you know, maybe taking a quarterback high up. When are they going to be in this spot again? But Anthony Richardson just kind of floating out there. LeVar, how far before you got taken number two by Washington did you know you were going to Washington? The night before. But uh, it was different. I, I mean, I mean, maybe it's still the same in terms of knowing where you're going to go. But I was in contact with, with, with Washington the the day before so but i was also in contact with cleveland the day before and as 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 the story you know has it um cleveland called to do the deal with me to go number one but i told them i needed a quarterback a quarterback uh contract to commit to going to cleveland so they're like so they were like well you're not so you're saying you're not going to be signable and I'm saying I'm saying that I'm coming to Cleveland and I may never get another opportunity to get a payday coming to Cleveland. So I need to, to know that you guys are going to compensate me like a quarterback. And then they were like, OK, we'll 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 call you back. And then they, you know, they call Courtney up. <laughs> then I end up talking to Courtney. I told Courtney, you know, negotiate hard. I'm not going to negotiate with Cleveland. And and so that was kind of how that that played out. And then I had the same kind of conversation with with Washington, because if you recall, they had the number two and number three overall pick. So they were basically asking, are you going to be signable? Because if you're if if we're going to have any problems with, you know, getting your contract done, there's the possibility that we could actually take you at three just to to take away some of your negotiating power um in the scenario instead of taking me at two so so yeah i was in conversations with them the night before and then where i was going and then uh all those years later you could have been paired up with brady quinn you guys could have been you know sitting I, there I, I think i i don't know what what year did you come in oh seven yeah no i was retired yeah, done. yeah, but I think you like playing with him would have made you want to stick around longer. Like, that's what I, I wouldn't believe. have been able to play with. I was retired. Yeah, but then, but he would. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been able to stick around. I retired. But he, like after '06. But he would have flown you like over some EAS, get you get you ready well, to go. True. Like, hey, I'm coming I, I would in. Give you a lot of EAS. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. If you, by the way, Lavar, if you think you're in great shape now, can you imagine all the EAS? I mean, you would have been cut out of granite in Cleveland. Basically a statue walking around. Hmm. I'm telling you, man, there was possibilities there. But it ended up working no, out done. years later. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I mean, I don't know that it worked Say out. Say it again. But I, I did play in the league, you know. Now I'm done. Oh, Say it go. again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. We, we, oh, say it again. Now I'm we done. Look at the, we look at the rights to play oh, twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sue you. Yeah, so. right. Uh, well, we're we're in the new studio, so we are kind of adjusting. There's some things that are uh, moving pieces here, so trying you to get everything great, fine tuned. Fine you sound here. fantastic. There's a lot of it's very different, very different yeah. setup. What's it like? Um, I mean, it's nice. It's big. It's uh, the the buttons are in different spots, so you're trying to learn the the landscape a little bit here. The mic setup's different. TVs are nice, but you can see How Eddie. are the brand new computers in there? It's fantastic. I mean, this one actually looks just like my... Oh, this is uh, mine. Oh, uh, yeah, this is one I brought from home. So, yeah, this uh, one's right here. Sarcastic or... 
So that, I'm trying to understand. Is there sarcasm going on I right mean, now? The, what's, what's going on? What is dump, this? The dump button is obnoxious, so that's perfect for coming up for Petros later on. So I'm glad we've got uh, access to all that. It's huge. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a nice little setup here. We're trying to, you know, get adjusted and try and figure everything out here. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So, a couple of moves were made in the NFL yesterday. Uh, two of the best players at their position, uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, he got himself his fifth-year option picked up by the Minnesota Vikings. Not a surprise. Also not a surprise, Joe Burrow received his fifth-year option as well, too. I'm sorry. Who is that, Burrow? Who did Jonas just say? Yeah, who was that? 
Burro! Sounds so good on a fresh mic. Sounds so good. Uh, But Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, fifth-year options have been picked up. Tua Tagovailoa, also from the 2020 draft class, his fifth-year option has been picked up. And so now we wait and see, especially at quarterback, following the signing of Jalen Hurts, what that contract's going to look like for those Cincinnati Bengals who have a brand-new stadium sponsor, which I'm sure has nothing to do, Brady Quinn, with the fact that Joe Burrow's got a monster contract coming up soon. Yeah, I mean, this is part of the process, right? You pick up the fifth-year option. You get them under control for the next uh, what, couple of years. Uh, you obviously have the franchise tags as uh, projecting what the first, you know, I, I guess you'd say uh, four years of that would look like for an extension if you were to get one done this offseason. But I'll keep saying it. The, the, the sooner the better for the Cincinnati Bengals. The price tag's only going to go up. We know that. And that's an organization that, this isn't according to me, this is Forbes, last year uh-oh, uh-oh. valued them as the the um, least valued franchise in the NFL. So they've got to come up with a way of finding a bunch of, uh, of, of cash that they can stow away for those big guarantees that Joe Burrow is going to want. Uh, and rightfully so. You know, I, I think most organizations would say if you're not building your organization around Patrick Mahomes, Next up's probably Joe Burrow, uh, if not Josh Allen, and how they're, they're, you're looking at your team or franchise. So he's going to get a big payday. The structure is going to be interesting. I, I keep feeling and thinking it's going to be at least uh, a five-year extension. Um, you know, so it could get reported as a seven-year deal, even though he's got a couple years left on his deal. Um, but I would say somewhere between a five to maybe even seven so they could spread this thing out, even though I don't think Joe Burrow and his representatives want that long-term of a deal because they're going to want to have the ability to come back to the negotiation table for another big bite at the apple. Um, And so I would think if they get one done relatively soon, it'll be around a a five-year extension on the the two years that I think he's got left on his his rookie deal. I'm just – my whole thing is when do teams get to a point where they can't afford players? Like I mean, when, when is it when with, is with, the, with the escrow rule and how much they've got to have in escrow due to the amount of guarantees and a contract it's getting there now there's two frames of thought with that owners will use it as an excuse to not put put as many guarantees at signing for that very reason or eventually some of the owners who have much deeper pockets are going to say, yeah, or even some of the ones that don't, they'll eventually say, when we come around to the next collective bargaining agreement, they'll say, we want to get rid of this, or we want to, we want to look at this again. Because we feel like you know, we're put at a big-time disadvantage because we don't have the deep pockets that some of you other owners do. And, and you've got more cash to be able to throw around. I mean, look at, obviously, the way Stan Kroenke handled things with the Rams uh, with the theory of cash over cap when you're doling out these huge signing bonuses that you can spread throughout the life of a contract and put on some voidable dummy years. And, and you have to have the cash in order to be able to do that uh, as opposed to you know structuring that within the salary cap, uh, your, your, your typical way of doing it. So that's, that's got to be the route that this thing goes um, because of the guarantees and how big they're getting. It feels like Cincinnati's got a pretty important year coming up for him. Because it, until you pay Joe Burrow, you've still got, obviously, Jamar Chase. T. Higgins is there. It feels like after you make the decision and the commitment for Joe Burrow, 
how the hell are you going to be able to to pay everybody else or at least some of these other stars? Like Jamar Chase feels like that's the guy that you want to keep around based on how, how good those guys have been together all the way going back to college, but also T. Higgins. Like there's been some rumblings this offseason about what to do with T. Higgins. Uh, I believe they, they either franchised him um, or he's going to be there another year, but the feeling is they'd like to keep T. Higgins as well too, but you can't afford everybody. It feels like this next season – is really an important season for the Bengals if they want to get over the hump and try and win a Super Bowl, which is why losing that Super Bowl to the Rams, you look back on and go, damn, you lost Odell Beckham Jr. They were leading in that game late, had an opportunity, and then Cooper Cup did what Cooper Cup does in those games. And it just feels like after last year, close loss to Kansas City, next year could really be the year. If they're going to make a jump and win that Super Bowl, next year should be the year. That's what it feels like to me. I don't know if I'm betting money on it, but that's what it feels like to me as far as Cincinnati goes. You know what I was thinking, too? This is completely off topic, but we kind of missed this in talking about the whole Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. Um, one of the articles that kind of popped up was talking about how Dak Prescott's now the longest uh, current tenured quarterback with his team. Yeah. And I think we've seen the end of an era in regards to how long quarterbacks play with those franchises. Hmm. I just don't think you're going to see that very much. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, maybe um, you, you, you look at him and you say, okay, he's got a chance because he chose to sign such a long-term deal and it's a great setup. But if Andy Reid's not there and he might not feel confident in who they bring in, depending on who that may be, uh, you got to wonder if, if they don't start to look at going elsewhere. You know, a lot of these guys who are younger quarterbacks kind of born into a league now that's seen Aaron Rodgers go from Green Bay after being there, what, 18 years or longer than that ever was and move on to the Jets. They've watched Tom Brady move on from New England to go to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson as well. He's not, I mean, he's more of a contemporary than, than one of the old school guys. But not to get into a separate conversation, but when you look at it, you go, yeah, this is probably the, the end of an era of seeing players stay for one long period of time with one team. And, it, it, and I'm not going to say like the NBA had an impact on it because uh, players have always eventually gone on, moved to another team. But even the NBA, to a degree, I think a lot of players, it's very rare for you to see them want to stay in one place. Like Damian Lillard staying in Portland, uh, it, it's just it's rare to see that. You know, you see most star players want to join up or team up with other guys or, or move around to different spots. Uh, and I think you're seeing that now in the NFL. And, and maybe that's a byproduct of the player, but some of it may be, too, just the fact that the, the quarterback is, is evaluated so fast on his rookie deal that they move on one way or another from a guy. And even if, you know, so if things are working out, they extend him, but then he might get to a point where he's like, all right, they're not paying me enough or not giving me what I need. I need to go somewhere else. And if, and if you know, he, he plays early and it doesn't work out, there's no patience. So they'll just move on and draft the next guy. It's, a, it's, no, it's pretty interesting. I just, I've always found it curious. Why is it set up? Why are the rules set up in such a way where, like, all right, let's, let's like go back to pre-free agency. Like you were able to have dynasty football teams because you didn't have free agency. I just wonder why are the rules set up in a way where you can't, you know, or where you can compensate your team and keep your your team together like I know I, I know that might sound crazy but it's like it's almost like it's set up for the economics to keep teams out of whack 
And, yeah. and I know that's like an entertainment value. But sometimes, you know, to me, the business of sports is is a overblown it's an overblown aspect of the sport and the game itself. And sometimes for me, I hate that the business of it bleeds into the 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 actual this is the game. And and because it there's always this conversation. And and it's almost like if we could create if there was a way to create a kind of like what the standard is or what 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 the structured standard is that you can actually put teams together and keep them together instead of it being a culture that's it's been created where you're chasing that dollar cuz i mean to at some point it's it's like i think about business in the real world like i've i've been i've been a part of of media for quite some time and one of the things that you have to be aware of in in what you do in media is not pricing yourself out. You know you, you if you're you're good or not. You know if you're good enough to be in certain positions, but it's still like the conversation of even though you know you're good at what you do and what you bring to the table, you can't price yourself out because if you do, that company can't afford you. Next thing, one thing leads to another. You're not there anymore. Somebody else has to come in, whatever it may be. That doesn't really exist so much, at least for the elites and pro sports. It doesn't really – that doesn't really exist, like pricing yourself out. Like, I guess some guys can. I guess Lamar Jackson is in that situation right now. Isn't, but Isn't that part of the, the secret to – I guess one of the secrets to the Patriots' success was Tom Brady never really priced himself out so they could yeah, build but, around him. But and, and that's one way of looking at it, but it, it shouldn't be – I mean, that's looking at it from the player's perspective. The, the interesting point that you bring up, LeVar, is the players fought for free agency, right? They, they fought for the ability to earn more and the top, you know, 1%, 2% to earn more, um, which it essentially has led to, you know, free agency, which has made it harder to keep teams together because of always the threat of going to the free agency market and seeing what your market value is. And so that was something that was pushed heavily and sacrificed heavily by, by you know, prior uh, players. Uh, it wasn't necessarily that the owners didn't want to keep it how it was. The owners would have loved it. And, and I think from the player standpoint, what would have helped was, I mean, I remember talking to old dudes who they're like, oh, yeah, we played, you know, 10, 12, 14 years. And you're like, Man, that's incredible. And they're like, yeah, I did it with like one or two teams. And you're like, wow, usually you don't see that very often. And it was because when they drafted a player, they invested into them. You know, they, they knew it was a developmental sport, and, and it, I mean, maybe wasn't set up this, quite the same way it is now, but a lot of those older guys had more of an opportunity to be coached, to be developed, and turn into the player that they had hoped to be because there wasn't a threat of free agency. And so that was kind of a, a portion of it, I guess. But, you know, now with, with free agency, the way you construct a roster is, is very different. And, you know, I, again, I think some players, you know, they see the, 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 the pros and cons of trying to push to make as much money as they possibly can. And, and some would say, hey, I'm going to take a contract that's a longer-term contract so I have you know, more security with this team. I mean, that's Patrick Mahomes. If you look at Patrick Mahomes' deal right now as it relates and how much cash he's being given you know, versus some of the other new deals that have taken place, like this dude, he should be, him and his agent should be looking at Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert to do their deal and then restructuring his. Because he's falling way behind in regards to the amount of cash that he's being paid out for what he should be getting. 
especially for a guy who just won the MVP, just won the Super Bowl. So, um, th- but that's a byproduct of his choice. You know, he wants stability. He wants to build that organization. That's that's what he wants to do, and and that could change over time. But uh, like, I, I don't I don't have an issue with it. I just think there's there's certain things within the CBA that have allowed the owners to control players and not being able to go find what they're truly truly what their market value is uh, in a faster fashion. And maybe, maybe that'll change as the dollars get bigger and bigger. Uh, but again, it's probably not going to come from the player side of things. It's going to come from the owner side because they're usually the ones that push agendas to actually make things happen. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of joe here on FSR. Coming up in a little over 20 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of the BQ News here from these TireRack.com studios. But right now, we turn it over to the old P. On Twitter, he is Petros Papadakis, the co-host of the Petros and Money Show, which you can hear on The Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports. He's also a Fox College football analyst and reportedly not doing this interview from his home studio because he is at the crypto.com slash Staples Center Arena in downtown L.A. in a Michael Cage jersey helping the Clippers clear out their lockers. He is Petros Papadakis. Petros? Very early for that. Yeah. I got my Bo Kimball on today. Okay. Oh, nice. Michael Cage <laughs> from the Fox. Okay, Michael Cage last year. Bo Kimball today. All right. Mm. What happened, you Petros? Still figuring things out. You yeah. Still figuring things out in the other studio there. We're, we're trying. A lot of moving parts. What my do you, God. What, what, what do you think well, Don I, Martin would say about this? Well, look, I'm not doing invitations <laughs> over the phone. First of all, <laughs> uh, my internet is down, and I tried to like coerce my wife out of bed last night to yeah. fix it because I can't, but she would not get out of bed. And get, All you have to do is unplug it and plug it back up. Well, I don't know where the plug is, okay? So, mm-hmm. I don't that know. Petros. I like, that's an easy one. You just reset the box and then it just, just does the yes, rest all by itself. I do itself. not know where, where it is. So oh. we're doing this. We could talk about that for the next 15 minutes, you know. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> I yes. was... Uh, I was on a hold on your new studio, and I'm, like, on the phone. And, you know, look, I really like doing this show. I do. I enjoy it. No, but whenever I'm, in, I'm on hold, your, uh, your uh, engineer, and I don't think it's Lee. Lee's your producer. Uh, but your engineer screams in my – like, I am tired this time of morning. <laughs> Uh, I, I I do this. I go back to sleep for a short amount of time, and then I get up, and I get my kids ready for school, and I get berated like we all do. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm on hold, this guy – and today, I'm on a this phone. Guy. It's all it's all dysregulated. You know, you guys have a new studio. I can hear – everybody know, knows I can hear. We've established a connection, and still – Every morning. <laughs> that's Birdo. Birdo. Well, the phone lines weren't working for Ben Maller's show. That's why I'm. That's why I was asking you if you can hear me. Yeah. It's going to push me. It's going to push me off the air. Don't worry. I won't, I won't be here long. Oh, exactly. oh come on. <laughs> Hey, you know, Petros, Birdo is the guy that brought back Pac-Man to relevancy again. After 30 years, the movie Colors is now all of a sudden popular again because of Birdo. Just want to point that out. Some respect should be given. You made him so sad. Years ago that I was playing Pac-Man daily on the radio and and, uh, on the Korean station, I guess (laughs) just the signal wasn't big enough for Birdo to hear. Is uh, is, Is it that or Mandarin? Was it Korean or Mandarin? What is the proper... In right. Korean. Okay. Anyway, I just I it's like he lives inside my brain every morning. 
at every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. He screams at me, and it puts me in a terrible mood for the interview. He's a good person. Well, I'm, no one's saying I'm not judging him as a person. I'm judging his board operating demeanor at five in the morning with your only weekly guest. <laughs> well, we have we have Albert Breer, Albert Breer. Actually. Come on. Yeah. Oh, does he do that to Bre- Breer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Bruno. Do, do you do that to Albert? Of course. <laughs> What's well, consistent? There you go. Oh, but here's here's the thing, um, Petros. In, in Bruno's defense, Albert, yeah. Albert always has technical issues, so there is a fair amount of like needing to check to make sure Albert's connections are right. For whatever reason, he literally. I like how you guys explain things to me like I don't work in radio. Uh, uh, yeah, well. I'm just saying, we're trying to give you our perspective. It's tough early in the mornings. Yes, it is. Yeah. Leave yeah. Berto alone, Papadakis. Yeah. How about that? That's, That's, problem, my board. That's my engineer. He, he's trying to show you some love, Pops. Mm. Yeah. You like that, I've Berto? Asked, I've asked. Did you like that? I've asked about the screaming, and it's just <laughs> I've had to take it to the air. No one no one will address it. And Don Martin, guys, is in Italy. So, you know, bonus Sarah, guys. I don't care about what's going on. I'll have after all <laughs> Hey, what do you think it sounds like when Don's ordering something to eat in Italy? What do you think it sounds like? Guys, I want one of those BJ-style kind of deep dish pizzas. Y'all making those out here this year? <laughs> and I also, at the BJ's, they bring some orange chicken on the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All our meetings Pet- have gone down to four minutes. <laughs> Petros, I got to ask you, with the draft coming up tomorrow night, do you have a favorite draft memory? You know, like, uh, is there anything that comes to mind where you just were, like, in awe of this or it made you laugh or just think, you think to yourself, like, I can't believe it. Like, the gas mask to me might be one of the crazier things that probably ever came relevant on to draft day about Laramie Tunsil. I mean, it, it hurt his, I guess, stock a little bit, but is there anything that you just look back on and go, yeah, that was kind of nuts? Well, I mean, I remember everybody's draft. I mean, I remember when you got drafted and LaVar and everybody. What you about know? mine? Uh, was that Jonas? Yeah, that was me. I, look, I tried to get you drafted a long time before you got drafted, <laughs> You know, by the time by the time we promote, speaking of our boss, by the time we promote the guys that have been working hard to get like real jobs, they're gray and old. <laughs> <laughs> like I think Jonas is twenty; he's like fifty years old. <laughs> uh, I, so I remember a lot of you know. Uh, I remember most of all. Uh, when Keyshawn, when I first got to USC, Keyshawn Johnson, who uh, is still around and in the media, uh, he went number one, right, to the Jets. And he threw a party. Now imagine, it's 1996. Keyshawn Johnson gets drafted number one. He throws a party at the House of Blues in on Sunset, which was, you know, the top shelf at that point. And Coolio played. 
Oh, nice. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's like the King's coronation in England. Like, that's a once-in-a-lifetime event. You know, for those, like, if you're 17 years old, 18, 19, you know, everybody's throwing up in limousines and barfing all over the place. <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it was really amateur night for a college football team, you know, at Keyshawn's agent. Uh, but uh, I remember that as being, you know, as far as, like, what's happened – you know, on air uh, over the years, I don't know. I, the NFL has succeeded in making it a pretty big event. Uh, I don't think it's as big of an event as it was uh, before. But I just, I never understood the fanfare for an event that is not an actual competition, right? Like, it's we're crazy, not going to play. Right? It's crazy. Right. Yeah, well, they've done a great job. You know, I mean, all of these sports leagues have tried really hard to market themselves and make off-season news. The NBA does it with the free agency. I mean, I remember the NBA was taking a victory lap because they hijacked the media cycle when Mark Cuban and Doc Rivers were chasing DeAndre (laughs) Jordan around. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah, it was great. You know, stuff like that has really helped these leagues in the offseason and, and helped get there. You know, the, uh, the NBA offseason is almost more interesting to some people than the actual games, you know, just the movement of the players. So there's become a big market for that sports-wise, as we all know. But why and does it interest me, you know, how these guys go about their business and the hope springing eternal of we're bringing in this one college player? Uh, I don't I don't really get it, but I guess the amazing thing to me is just the fanfare surrounding this moving kind of circus every year that we do. But Petros, have you been able to identify the location of the Rams war room with Sean McVape and uh, Les Snead and company? Where's that going to take place? It is, is it in Malibu again, or are we going all the way to San Pedro? What are we looking at here? When, when the Rams draft house comes to San Pedro, that's when I start wearing the Fibonacci shirt, you know, going full, full McVay, FM picks, all that. Uh, gosh, you know, one of these, the Rams have been trying to, like, cultivate this. We're in L.A., and this is how L.A. people do it. They've been doing that for a long time, and or since they've been here. And has it ever worked? Has anything they've ever done with Rebel Wilson or, yeah, I mean, is it funny? Is any of it cool? I mean, honestly, they've spent like millions and millions of dollars on all this BS. In the first draft house in Malibu, Les Snead got COVID. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Last year, they did the whole thing with the. Uh, the Rams house or the, the, the Hollywood Hills with the real estate agent BS. Yeah. That didn't work. That was so And now they're trying to act like, look, we're serious. We really know how to handle our business. You know, we we're going back to the drawing board and we put a camera behind this, uh, (laughs) to look at less me drawing up on it's so stupid. I mean, do the Rams know how to operate as an organization? (laughs) 
it feels like it, right, football-wise. I mean, they won a Super Bowl. It's not like they field the team with uh, the Jonas Brothers in the backfield. <laughs> but but it's amazing to me the way they try to act like, you know, we're in L.A. and this is how you're supposed to do it in L.A. You're supposed to hire a bunch of celebrity ambassadors that really don't resonate with football fans and make it a charade of, of, uh, of ignorance. That's what they do every year. I don't know what they're where they are this year. I'm assuming, you know, the natural progression of things. They've been in Malibu. They've been in. Uh, they've been in the Hollywood Hills. I would say they're either going to the cock, Hancock Park, mm. or uh, <laughs> or <laughs> be headed to like Colin Cowherd's area, like uh, Santa Monica above Montana. Hmm. Uh, 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 They're not coming to Palos Verdes. <laughs> not up on the hill. Why not? It's nice. Yeah, they don't want there. those majestic views. Uh, it's so nice up there. And anyway, can I can I ask you uh, like your takeaway on Colorado spring game? It, oh, it, I'm like, glad you did. I mean, uh, what's look I mean, over? Well, look let it, I leave it. Window. Look over the window, LeVar, in that brand-new studio. Is Birdo wearing the big cowboy hat and the prime jacket and the uh, spring game stuff? I'm out of town. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm remote. <laughs> but I would assume uh, he isn't. I was uh, – look, I mean, you guys know how a football team is built just as well or maybe better than I do. But And we all know that the transfer portal and the new era of college football is what it is. But to me, it seems like a football program is not a house that you can just gut in, uh, in one off season and put all new furniture in and go live in it. That's a pretty tall order. Right. The amount of guys that, that have uh, turned over there is disturbing. And you know they don't want to lose all of them. And that's also disturbing. And the outfit at the spring game was kind of disturbing. Hmm. <laughs> but... You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think they're going to be very good. And I, he might he might be going a little too hard with the, hey, buddy, you're getting cut today and all the stuff that, uh, mm. that we're reading today. But we'll see. I mean, look, Colorado handed him the keys, and now he's going to be able to drive any kind of style he wants for, for quite some time. And, look, they won one game last year. They've been a terrible program for a long time. So there's a lot of arguments going on. And there's also going to be a lot of arguments, LeVar, about how do you treat players and how do you talk to players and all this stuff. And there'll be scrutiny with Dion, and then people will say, well, what about Saban and Kirby Smart? You know, how do they do it? And maybe you're talking about Dion because he's not one of those guys and he's flashy and he's himself. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like what I'm seeing over there. I really don't. That much turnover is disturbing to me. Yeah. I, I I understand flipping a roster, but to me it's like it's a lot more interesting, and it's a new era, and we're all learning, but it's a lot more interesting when uh, a guy like Bob Stoops comes into Oklahoma at the turn of the century, right? and he flipped the roster in a different way, right? He moved guys that were playing Players. offense to defense, he moved defensive guys to offense. You know, Petros, he, he I was just going to say, isn't that the sign of a good coach? Is when you take what you have 
and you develop them and you're, you move them around and you can make them better. I mean, this, this is – I don't want to say like the easy way out of trying to, to build back up – you know, Colorado, but it, it, it kind of strikes me as more of is, isn't isn't that more what a what a great coach does? He, he takes something and says, "Hey, yeah," and and it, it feels like he's running away from doing that. He's looking for the the a, a fast solution, which usually never works out in the long run. Although I'm sure Joel Klatt will try to defend all of what Prime's doing at this point, <laughs> given how intricately involved he was at getting him there in the first place. Well, Joel will go very professorial <laughs> on all of us. If we if we if we rose if any cons- concerns were raised, Joel will go uh, will go the opposite direction and, and over explain it, and you'd be so tired of hearing about it, you'll just be like, "You're right, he's he's great." What did I, say? Uh, I, I I think Brady that that most of us that have been around football for a long time know. That there, you know, player development is the best mark of a great program, and sticking with players and creating, you know, having a guy come in and maybe he's not great when he's eighteen, but when he's nineteen, twenty, twenty-one years old, he's a great player for you. That is not lost on most football coaches, I think, even today in the modern era. It's not the only way to do things. You most everybody probably would have success doing a little bit of both but when you see the opposite like you said all of these guys are crap we are yarnapulting them out of a, of a boulder uh or and and you know some of the guys that are good see how some of these guys are treated and they don't want to hang around and i, I think that's what happened with the receiver from inglewood and maybe the running back from last year guys that they do need i mean you can't you can't just bring in all new people and say, all right, here's your college, here's what we do, and here, let's right. repeat. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. And you're right, Joel's going to be able to explain it to all of us. <laughs> get, get him on Twitter, at the old P, Petros Papadakis, hey, the hey, co-host tell, of the Petros hey, and Money Show. You tell Birdo he's doing a great job. And if he doesn't scream at me in the morning, then I just don't know what to do. I couldn't even do the interview. Damn right. Yeah. It's a little bit of love here from Petros. Comes full circle there. Hey, uh, Petros, we appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. I have to be able to vent my frustrations, especially if my machine doesn't work. And, Lavar, you can come over here and flip the switch. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Hey, yeah, I got you. Literally and proverbially. Uh, you can I am a yep. switch flipper, my guy. That's yes, right. He <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's um, me they was talking about. Yeah. From, from Big... <laughs> it's me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.